I got you made, you got you made, you but I got you made, you got you made, you but Welcome to Weird Banter, this is episode 26, I am the host Chich, and as usual I am joined by the average punter, Pat, how's it going mate, how you doing today? Not too bad mate, I finally got here after being stuck in a bit of traffic, but uh, all good. Oh well, glad you made it mate, that's (laughs) that's all good. Conor McGregor versus Nate Diaz, now Pat, in the past I've sort of my UFC fandom has been building slowly. Like I went from like just little to no interest and now I'm like I'm possibly more excited about this Diaz McGregor fight than actual SummerSlam, which is the day after. Yeah. <laughs> just cuz the way they're doing it now like I've been sort of looking into their stories and watching previous fights and the whole build up on the UFC YouTube channel, it's it's very WWE-esque. Feel like Better I'm, storytelling than WWE. <laughs> it, it kind of is because it's actually real. That's the thing. Like yeah. I think they're sort of surpassing him with that because people are kind of tired of WWE and that sort of thing. But um, so I just want to talk a little bit about that. Before we do though, did you hear? Um, I think you were the one who linked me to Conor McGregor's comments about the WWE stars said he oh, would yeah, yeah. whoop the entire locker room of WWE guys and twice on Sundays. <laughs> and I uh, just called them a bunch of pussies basically, which was hilarious. Um, mm. What do you think of those comments? Cause it was a big reaction from the WWE guys. I don't know. Some people were sort of looking into it a bit further and saying, yeah, he's just trying to set up a, a, a uh, a run in WWE, you know, so in mm. six months' time or whatever, they can look back at what he said or uh, I think it's just kind of selling himself as usual. It's it's kind of funny, though, how quickly everyone was to bite from the WWE hand because this is what Conor McGregor does. He just hypes up matches. It's, it's sort of a part of his, you know, character, but also he's speaking the truth at the same time. But, um, yeah, it was kind of interesting, a big reaction, but I, th- I think Connor would actually whoop everyone, <laughs> except for maybe Brock Lesnar or a couple of the bigger guys. But um, anyway, the the match, Connor McGregor versus Nate Diaz, Connor was on a massive sort of streak in the UFC, just to give a bit of background. He was supposed to fight a guy named Rafael Dos Anjos, I think that's his name, at uh, 155 pounds. Connor normally fights at 145 pounds, that's where he's the champ. So, um, but Dos Anjos pulled out on short notice and Nate Diaz stepped in on 11 days notice and, but he had to fight at 170 because Nate Diaz was, it didn't have enough time to cut the weight. So Conor McGregor just started eating a bunch of food, just fanging steaks, rice, just, you know, put on the weight as quickly as possible. First round of the fight, Conor McGregor was sort of teeing off, looked like he was dominating, going to win, sort of got tired Maybe wasn't used to fighting at that weight, but um, then uh, Diaz just sort of weathered the storm, kind of got tired, and just he sort of just got on top from there and submitted Connor at the end. But um, it's it's really interesting with this second fight though, because Nate Diaz, the first fight he took on eleven days' notice. This time he's got a full training camp, lots of time to prepare. But also this time, Conor McGregor normally. Like the last few fights he's had, he's sort of been complaining about the effect that the media's had on him because he has to do a lot of media and he just sort of wants to focus on the fight and all that sort of thing. But um, this time, Nate's actually taken the brunt of it. He's sort of like the new star in the UFC. He's always been a star, but now he's sort of like crossing over into the mainstream sort of thing. 
So it'll be very interesting to see whether the media takes a toll on him. Conor McGregor's had more time to focus on the fight, get comfortable at 170 pounds. Um, And yeah, I don't know if you've seen any of his, any of the training or any of the build-up, Pat, but there was an open training day for... um, Conor McGregor is sort of like the media gets invited in. You'd be familiar with this sort of thing, you know, just going seeing the athletes before they uh, have a big match. So, but he, it was just 30 minutes of just straight sparring. And there was one exercise where like the guy who was training Conor was just punching him in the gut. Like Conor was just lying on the ground. Yeah. He was taking punches to the gut just to prepare. Mm. Like, you know, he's prepared for a war. That's what he keeps saying. And, um, I'm super excited. I'm not even like a UFC fan, but I'm slowly, I'm very quickly becoming one actually. So, what, um, what side are you on? Who would you prefer to see? Oh on? man, it's so interesting because um, Conor McGregor is such a real inspirational sort of dude. Like I sort of watch his videos for motivation, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But um, it's because he's he's a hundred percent confident in everything he's saying. And charisma, it's just, it's very attractive, that sort of confidence. And uh, when you talk shit and back it up, how can you not love that on some, you know, on some level? It, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of crazy. But also Nate Diaz, when you look into his story, he's sort of like a, you know, when you compare him to Conor McGregor, they're playing this up very WWE style. Um, it's like Nate's never gotten like his chance in the spotlight, yeah. but now he's sort of getting what he deserves because he's been the guy in UFC, but Conor's taken all his hype, you know. So it's really interesting. I thought I was full on Team Connor, but I'm starting to, you know, grow a bit fonder of Nate Diaz. But I, I just want to see Connor win so that there's a round three. It'll be really yeah. epic. This is probably the biggest fight since um, the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, uh, mm-hmm. unless you can think of something else. But uh, have you got anyone in particular? Are you leaning anyway in this match? Um, I don't know. I, I'd like to see Connor, at, well, at least a better fight than the first one. Like you said, Connor was um, pretty underweight in comparison, so he cooked, he copped a bit of a beating yeah, in the first yeah. one. So it'll be interesting the second match, just how he sort of changes up his whole game plan. The first match, he was just bouncing around like without I don't know. He even said himself that it was a bit of a media circus before, so he didn't really go into the match with much of a game plan, but um. Uh, yeah, I think people underestimate like going up to weight classes as well. Yeah, of you course. Because like when you, you know, normally fights are one forty five, so that's you know twenty five pounds different, and just jumped into this fight. Um, he was preparing to fight a different dude, and obviously Nate, of course, eleven days notice, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But kind of sort of underestimated him. I yeah, mean. exactly. I think he just you know ego just exploded a little yeah, bit. He's like, yeah. I'll fight anyone, anytime, anywhere, and he paid he the price for his heart. Exactly, exactly. Mm. But that's that's what's so cool about him as well. But, <laughs> you know, interesting to see how it plays out regardless. And we've got CM Punk coming up very soon. The next UFC pay-per-view. This turned into a UFC podcast, Pat, I think. Wasn't his um, documentary part one released? Wasn't it meant to be released this week? Yeah, or actually. Um, they are doing a documentary. I think it's like a weekly series until his fight. Yeah. I think there might be an episode out. I haven't seen it yet, though. It would have premiered in America. I saw an interview with him, though. Um, he was talking to this guy, Rosenberg. He normally does like a hip-hop show, like interviews a lot of rappers and stuff, but I think he's a wrestling fan as well. CM Punk was on there. And CM Punk, he hasn't spoken too vocally about the fight, like really, like just every now and then, but I think he doesn't want to overhype himself just because, you know, obvious reasons. But yeah. um, 
he said he's really confident. He he basically said he's guaranteed to win. Like I I like he didn't say it in a Conor McGregor fashion, but he said basically it's not even a question at this point. I'm gonna win this match. Yeah. So he's feeling really confident. I don't know. Like I wouldn't really look into those comments just because yeah. it comes from everyone. You know. Yeah. How how confident they are. Blah blah blah. But um, I don't I don't know too much about his opponent, but I've heard that he's actually pretty good. And um, considering this is Phil's first, Phil, <laughs> Phil Brooks's first fight, oh, CM wow. Punk stripping um, back the layers. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of WWE eyes are going to be on the match just because not that they're interested in UFC necessarily, but just to see CM Punk for I mean for so long he was just on the down low and just out of the spotlight. And, um, you know, he's still got a, a lot of admirers in WWE looking at you, Michael. Oh, Pat, come on. No need for that. <laughs> so, um, it's well documented. I'm looking forward to the CM Punk fight even more than the McGregor one, to be honest. It'll be very interesting. I guess it'll be a different sort of fight um, to the McGregor one. But anyway, talking about WWE stars, Pat. WWE SummerSlam. Now, that's, this is the juice, Pat. You know, we, we pretend like we're talking about the UFC for a little bit. Let's get down to business. Um, can SummerSlam live up to Battleground? Because I think Battleground was a lot better than we expected. And um, it was actually very good. Probably the best pay-per-view of this year. So um, I feel like there's a lot to live up to with SummerSlam. I think it's a longer length. We were just discussing yeah. before. So um, yeah, let's hope it lives up to the hype. Uh, are there any particular matches that you're really excited to see? Um, I think the card from top to bottom is pretty good. Um, it's pretty solid. Yeah, being the new, the uh, first pay per view, the new era, we're gonna get some pretty good matches, I think. Yeah. Um, well, we haven't actually spoken since I think just before Battleground and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, like a lot's changed. I feel like just through the weeks, um, you know, obviously the Raw after Battleground that was huge. Yeah. A whole different look for Raw. Um, Sasha was crowned the champ finally. I wasn't expecting that, but um, you know, I'm really liking the the new changes. One of those changes, Pat, Roman Reigns stepping down. I think slightly demoted. Let's see, he's just brooding there in the U.S. title picture. But I'm actually kind of interested in this this match, Reigns versus Rusev for the U.S. title. I think this is a good move to um, send Reigns down there to deal with Rusev. Rusev's on the up. I've been really impressed with him yeah. lately, and um, I think Reigns. I feel like I've been watching his promos. He looks a lot more relaxed that he's not in the, the main title pitch. I feel like a lot of pressure has been taken off him. I think this is the best thing for him. I still think he has to turn heel eventually, but um, I think this is a good match. Uh, what are your thoughts? Do you have a, Do you think, I think Rusev might retain? Um, I'm actually expecting Reigns to win. You think so soon he'll, he'll get the title? I think so, yeah. Um... We've with Rusev, like you said, he's he has been impressive the last few weeks. I mean, when he first sort of came into WWE and went undefeated for however long, um, you sort of thought he's gonna be the guy that becomes a bit of a joke, you know, over yeah, time. Yeah. But he's he's sort of maintained that same level and um yeah, he's like he was he main evented Raw um yesterday and he also opened the show, so he's doing alright. But um with Reigns, 
yeah, like you said, it seems like there's a lot of pressure off him now. The crowd's not on his back as much. Mm. He's he's actually able to, when he comes out, actually speak on the mic without sort of booze over the top of him. I definitely feel the difference, like yeah. in his promos, which is good. Yeah, I like um, I like what, where Reigns is at the moment. It's just except the fact that he was um, in the main event of Raw with Rusev. I didn't like that those two win the main event. Because it was sort of, I, I felt it sort of undid a bit of WWE's work with Reigns, as in pushing him down the card, and then you give him the main event again. When that Rollins and Balor segment on Raw yesterday should have been the main event, I thought anyway, should have ended the show. Yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. Well, um, so yeah, all right, so you think Reigns might go over quickly? I think they might drag it out so. a little bit. I think it might be something like Rusev gets disqualified or something of that nature. And they sort of drag it out a little bit just because I, I think you're just inviting a lot more hate if if Reigns goes over again, yeah. even if it is the US title. It is, like you said, very early in the storyline, so could see him pushing it out. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of liking it so far. And like, and obviously Lana, like, you know, <laughs> she's looking very good in the in the dress. I, it's kind of getting old, <laughs> the, the, the wedding dress. But um, Pat, I'm just appreciating. It looks like it's a part of her, her gimmick now, the wedding dress, yeah. two weeks in a row. I kind of don't mind it. Like, it's, it's kind of funny like, yeah. in the background. Like, <laughs> there's always like a trend of, of like weddings in WWE, yeah. but um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, we got um, on SmackDown, got Cena versus AJ. Is this meant to be the rubber match, I think? The third one, yeah. It seems like this will be the one to wrap it up. I hope so, because it's, it's kind of dragging on a little bit now, but... Um, <laughs> But uh, interesting, Cena put AJ through the through the table, SmackDown. Um, so, yeah, rubber match. Uh, I honestly don't know because with this new era stuff, I wouldn't be like too surprised if AJ went over. That's the thing. Everything's sort of a bit hard to predict considering the first few weeks of the new era, yet Ziggler become the uh, number, number one, one contender. contender. And then the same with Balor. So it's hard to predict anything at the moment. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it'll be interesting. Um, kind of hope AJ wins. Just give him some extra momentum going yeah. into the future on SmackDown. I think I think he needs it a lot more than Cena does. Um, all right. Well, let's skip ahead because you were talking about we've spoken about Finn Balor a little bit. Do you think he was pushed too quick? Do you like this new new look? He was pushed very quick from NXT. Um, he was sort of brooding down there for a little bit, main eventing those pay per views. But now he's gone straight to the top. Yeah. Do you think he can win the Universal's Championship? Uh, I think so. I think I'm predicting him to win. Um, I think it was good the way they sort of built up his whole alter ego, the Demon King. Like I don't really like the name, but yeah, yeah. I think it's it's good that they've they've built up his um his alter ego in the sense that it's it's something that um definitely sort of appeals. It's unique, or whatever. So. Uh, yeah, they're giving him his spotlight, and um, yeah, I think he's gonna win. Yeah, I, I I agree with you because um, like, what does Seth Rollins really have to gain from winning? Everyone knows yeah. he's like a top guy. He's held the title tw- once since he come back. Yeah, so I think he had a, he's already like, held it. He had it for a couple. Yeah, he had it for a couple minutes yeah. like, <laughs> in that Money in the Bank thing. But um, yeah, I think there's everything to gain by putting. I think you you create a new star if they have a. a a fantastic match and Baylor wins it'll be like another Kevin Owens like when Owens came out and mm. beat John Cena in that match you need like those big statements 
that's how stars are made. You got to give them those opportunities, and I'm really glad that WWE are doing that. It seems like they're biting the bullet and um, you know, really progressing with with all that. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything to complain about since the new era new era started. Well, we can always complain, Pat. There's always my. I will complain things. just to, so we have content. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, people it, always like to hold something against WWE. Yeah, it's been good though. Yeah, it's definitely a completely different feel about both shows. Mm. And uh, something I really like, this new tag team that's been around, Jerry KO, oh. <laughs> your man Chris Jericho. Uh, it's It's been brilliant, like the promos, they're facing Enzo and Cass at SummerSlam. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's been hilarious. Jericho <laughs> keeps reinventing. He's basically a stand-up comedian at this point, mm. like... <laughs> He's so funny. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. just about my favorite part of the show. He, he probably is. And like, I, I'm a big Kevin Owens fan anyway. So having them together and you, like, they're just always going to have that chemistry. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Like, I'm super excited for this. Like, you know, against <laughs> Enzo and Cass who are already, you know, they're, they're, they were electric at Battleground. Just keep getting better and better. So, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's it been... feels like they've been feuding for ages, but it's only been about two weeks. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's cool because it's, it's feels, good. Yeah, it feels like they fit a lot in in a short amount yeah. of time. So like, it's like it's meant to be. Like I don't know. <laughs> and if this Jerry Ko thing keeps going, they could feud with the New Day. Even like, you know, Enzo and Cass can as well. Like, yeah. I feel like Raw. I've spoken about this before. Raw has the superior roster at this stage. But um, man, really excited for what, mm. for what they're doing. Who do you think will win out of uh, Jerry Ko, Enzo and Cass? I think Enzo and Cass. Yeah, but it made me think if Jericho and Owens lose, would that be the end of their gimmick? I'm presuming not, since mm. they do have so much chemistry and um, we're both big fans of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I still think Enzo and Castle win, though. I'm going to wear my KO shorts next next, <laughs> next pod. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like, as you said, it's really hard to predict. Like, I feel like either, either party could win here. Um, we also got the New Day versus Gallows and Anderson, Dr. Gallows and... um. And uh, Carl Anderson, have you seen their promos that they've yeah. been doing? <laughs> That's kind of funny. Like, I'm not saying they're natural, like, comedians or anything, but it's kind of funny. I like how they're playing around with the, the character a little bit, making yeah. it more humorous. But, um, yeah, yeah, that should be good as well. Like, New Day always always entertaining, as we've said. Um, who do you think will win that one? Uh, tag team champs. New tag team cha- uh, champs are due, wouldn't you say? I think they said on Raw it had been a year since New Day won the titles. They've had a long last time. year. Mm. So I'd say we're due new tag team champs. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really want Gallows and Anderson. I feel like they need like a big win just to keep them relevant. Yeah. Whereas New Day, they don't. They've had the, the titles for every year or whatever. Mm. I feel like they, they really do need this win and possibly link up with Baylor in the future. Imagine Baylor wins the title. Then Gallows and Anderson come up and back him up. That'd be yeah. that'd be pretty crazy. I don't know if they'll go that route, but um, mm. very interesting possibility. Sasha Charlotte for the women's title. I think Sasha has to retain here. Yeah, hundred percent. It would lose absolutely all credibility that title if Charlotte had a very good run. I think she held it maybe a little bit too long. I don't know if she was right to be the first champion, but. Still made her credible, and I think it's time for Sasha to at least reign until um, WrestleMania. I would have mm. thought to maybe Bailey comes in or Becky Lynch or someone. I don't know. Yeah, 
it'll be a great match regardless yeah really excited for that one there's also been another women's match added this is smackdown one carmella becky naomi versus natalia eva and alexa bliss pat i know you were very excited when um Eva Marie had a wardrobe malfunction on SmackDown. <laughs> what was going on there? I, I, what's what's the I deal? Looked, I actually looked away. I was doing something. Oh, Pat, I, don't be silly. <laughs> I looked away. I turned around and I saw her straps were undone. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, it was a bit like, what's going on? Like, is this a work or what? Yeah. What happened? Because yeah. the first time when she came out, you know when she did her, like, she thought she injured her hamstring or whatever, her leg? Yeah. Like, I thought that was, that was like a real thing. Like, I didn't think that was worked. I thought that was a real thing. That's why I was sort of like, have they just turned this into a story now? Like, yeah. as in like, she's never going to compete. But uh, that- it's, it's all a part of her. She was doing the same thing in NXT when she was there. The, the, the whole, she'll come out for the match and then she can't perform. And uh, okay. I'm pretty sure they were doing that in, in NXT or she would tease a match each week and that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they just carried it over. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this has been put together fairly last minute. I like what Alexa Bliss is doing. Carmella. Becky sort of needs a win, I feel. Um, kind She's of, the biggest name on SmackDown right now. She is, but she she doesn't get a lot of wins, though, Becky. I feel like they've sort of put her under the radar a yeah. little bit. But, um, you know, hopefully she's you know, just elevates that. Um, I'm not really sure who, who will win that. I think could go either way as... There's not really a clear winner there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Miz, Apollo Crews, do we care about this match, Pat? I don't uh, know. Apollo Crews has been a bit underwhelming, hasn't he? He has. He has. I don't like burying anyone. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's, he's like, he's an athlete, but, you know, you do need that character, as Vince has said with Cesaro, and he's yeah. sort of changed a little bit. I think he just, just needs, yeah, he just needs a character. This so, um, is very generic yeah, I'd be extremely surprised if he went over against The Miz. All right, we've also got Cesaro versus Sheamus, which I just found out about last night. Um, best of seven match? What's going on here, Pat? The first of the best of seven match so, series. So we assume seven matches are going to happen. Um, I guess it'll play out just over Raw and up until the next pay-per-view, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be good. Uh, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it, I just don't rate Sheamus that highly as far as having great matches. That's the only reason I'm worried. I think Cesaro is fantastic in ring. I'm just worried, <laughs> like, this could, like, fizzle out a little bit, though, just because, yeah. you know, you know, who gives a shit about Sheamus, you know, really? And also, <laughs> Cesaro is sort of, um, you know, he's great in ring. He's, he's building his charisma a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm just worried it's not going to work. And they're gonna have seven shitty matches, <laughs> but um, mm. I don't know. I guess we just got to see how it plays out. Um, Do you have any thoughts? <clears throat> I think it's different to the past, where before the brand split, they'd have best of five matches or something, and it it, it was different because you'd see it on Raw, you'd see it on SmackDown. That's so twice a week already there, and then the next week they'd probably do the same thing. Mm. Whereas now you're only getting that once a week. So, um, yeah, it's just Cesaro's really good to watch. Sheamus, not so much, but um, <laughs> he's he's a decent wrestler. But yeah, obviously his character's not the best. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think I think they could have some some good matches, and 
I don't I'm not sure if I want to see it go all the way up to seven. Maybe maybe you get someone having a clean sweep or something. Just yeah, that'll be an interesting. angle like that. But um, I'm tipping probably Seamus for the first one. I think. Yeah, I can see a heel turn for Cesaro. Yeah, actually, maybe because he had those comments um about the company where it was kind of like a shoot. Yeah, where he was saying he wasn't really happy about being on Raw because he didn't feel like that was the the wrestling show. Yeah, but um, so yeah, I think yeah that will be interesting. Um. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Cesaro as a heel. Actually, that'd be kind of interesting. But it's he's always sort of been a people's guy, though. So I'm not sure if they'll go with that. And I don't think anyone really wants to like Sheamus. Yeah. So you having two heels, I'm not too sure. But I think he's somewhere in between. Maybe something where Cesaro gets a uh, cops a clean sweep or just loses the series and turns heel or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely happen. Um, all right. Well, on SmackDown for the world title, I don't think we were expecting this one, but Ambrose versus Ziggler um I kind of like it but I'm I feel like the ship has sort of come and gone with Ziggler I don't like the super kick Pat I've I've (laughs) talked about this Shawn Michaels was too is too recent in our memory for him to have that as his finisher and the zigzag is an awesome move so um, I don't know why he doesn't just stick with that but um they've given a bit more uh, what's the word I don't know but more effectiveness to the to the super kick like previously when you know a few weeks ago before Ziggler became the number one contender he was very the super kick was just a move but now whenever he does it he's he's sort of um, what's the word he, he'll get the pin for it you know he'll yeah win. I think it's his finisher so it's definitely now. yeah it's more effective um, but yeah like you said Ziggler's sort of that that uh, title run should have happened a few years ago. Now it's like, all right, we're just trying to salvage that, I think. Mm. But um, regardless, it's better than seeing someone like Cena in the title picture, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's definitely yeah. good to give him, you know, just give him a shot. He might shine. I think he still has some good matches. Just, yeah. just get rid of that freaking super kick. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Ambrose has to retain, though. Like, he's a fairly new champ. If he won that triple threat with the Shield, I think going down to Ziggler would be disastrous on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and also, like, we're guaranteed pretty much to see a new champ crowned with Baylor or Roland. So I think Ambrose is definitely set to retain. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about uh, one of the bigger matches, sort of bringing in the casual fans, perhaps Brock Lesnar versus Randy Orton. Um, I've sort of changed my view. I, I was expecting Lesnar after the UFC win to come in and just not destroy Randy Orton, but definitely have a confident win and keep his hype running towards WrestleMania. But with this whole PED scandal, I think Orton might go over now. The the fans are really behind him. I feel like the steam has sort of been taken out of the Lesnar train. Mm. I, I think um, I think it'll be a pretty good match. I think Orton's very keen to get back in the ring and um, you know in a big match. And uh. Yeah, I think Auden's set to, you know, take him to Viperville, Pat. <laughs> what um, do you think? I think Lesnar's going to win just you because Auden, Auden can afford a loss. And, like, obviously with Lesnar as well, it's been rumoured he's going to take a bit of time off after this match. So if Lesnar were, were to lose, I guess it wouldn't really kill his momentum that much considering he'll come back in five months time and the fans will have missed him blah 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 with Auden it's sort of 
if he were to lose, he again, he hasn't been around for 12 months or whatever, so fans are still keen to see him. It wouldn't exactly kill his hype that much. But um, I, I think it would be good to see um, Auden get the win just to sort of build him up even further. Mm, definitely. And I think because he's going to be regular on SmackDown, yeah. I feel like he could use that win a bit more. Um, it just depends on how... Um, he, it feels like he's, he's credible enough to win. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's not like Ambrose at WrestleMania or um, a few of Brock's previous opponents. It feels like Orton is genuinely at that status where he can beat Lesnar. Do you think Vince could have a, a bitter sort of approach? Like you went to the UFC, Lesnar... We're gonna, you know, you're gonna lose here, mate, for turning your back on us, you know. I, I think, I think uh, Vince knew what he was doing when he um, let Brock go over to the UFC. Well, Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants, Pat. That's what he said himself. That's true, but Brock <laughs> sells tickets. That's true. So. Yeah. No, definitely. So yeah, you think Lesnar probably go over? Um. I'm going to tip Orton to win. Oh, you yeah. just changed your mind. I think Orton's <laughs> going to win. Yeah, yeah. I've convinced you. No. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think Orton will get more out of it from winning, but whether they want to keep the Lesnar train going, mm. you know, who knows? It's um, been a long time coming anyway. Should be a good match. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be big. And so, yeah, we've got McGregor, Diaz. Then the day after is um SummerSlam. So big, big Big few days coming up. Three Pat. days of rest. Four days we got SummerSlam. Yeah. I mean, sorry, McGregor Diaz, SummerSlam, Raw, Tuesday, SmackDown, Wednesday. Yeah, so no, big no. four days. Hey, fantastic. Then we got NXT as well. I don't watch that anymore. Oh, don't you? No. <laughs> I, it's, I, too, it's too hard to keep up. There's a lot of content. Yeah. There's a lot of content to keep up. But they're coming to Australia, Pat, apparently. We've seen that. You you actually yeah. alerted me to this and I got very excited. So that's that's unprecedented NXT coming to Australia. Um normally we're just neglected down here. We get the shitty house shows. It's not normally a, you know, you just get Boomer Harvey participating. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, that, that'd I, be I co- regret not going to that show. Just just to see Jericho's drink it in. Man, yeah. I would have gone just to see that. It looked pretty good, to be fair. I think it was just a bit, you know, we've been to WrestleMania. How can we go to a house show? But um, excited for NXT. Hopefully, we get a Raw, if you know, a Raw maybe in the future or a SmackDown maybe. It seems like it's in terms of on WWE's pecking order. Anyway, it goes US, UK, maybe China, and then Australia. So China, I've already had that Brock special. Of last year i was at japan i think japan yeah. japan yeah japan yeah. so now it's um australia's turn to get some sort of special and nxt takeover would be huge they it's honestly like they've struck gold with nxt like because mm. they've just got like an extra show now that they can just tour around and make extra money off mm. you know they don't have to bring a raw or smackdown they can just send you know the c-grade yeah. dudes like not c-grade in talent but c-grade is in their popularity you know yeah but um, for the, I, I think the good thing is with bringing out NXT, it brings out the hardcore fans. So you know, pretty, there's gonna it's gonna be pretty hyped. Well, there's definitely like a pretty good culture here as far as like yeah, hardcore wrestling events. Like you've been to a couple. Was it uh, oh, OCW yeah. like with Carlito and all <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, Mister Kennedy? Yeah. That's that they go off. That's what I mean. Like it's, it seems like you've got half your stadium there. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's one of those things where 
it's untapped potential and it could go either way where it's, it comes here and then you find the crowd's not really hot for it or it goes the other way where you just they come here and the show just takes off and being to a few of those OCW shows I think it's it's going to be a pretty rowdy show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, that'll be insane. Yeah, awesome. All right, Pat. Well, uh thanks for coming in, mate. Uh it's it's been a pleasure having you on the the first televised episode. Televised. Well, um internetized, mate. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is. And um see so this will be the first Possibly the last for you. I don't know, Pat. <laughs> this is cool because I can like genuinely cut a promo to a camera. <laughs> like this just is like the microphone. It's up. actually straight like narcissism. Like we can. <laughs> it just turns to a wrestling show. Pat, I'll get the chair, mate. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh <laughs> no. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to our weird banter, and uh, yeah. I'll be back. I will see about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm the GM here, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, thanks for coming in. Thanks for listening or watching, and I uh, will talk to you soon.